0: let your voice be heard right here on whcr 90.3 fm the voice of harlem
1: act of hennessy act of. yo we are back on let your voice be heard on 8.3 fm whcr the voice of harlem if you were just tuning in this is stanley but i am here with the pension mommy tiffany brown can i please get some of that 401k stable money you got in your accounts no you see she's being selfish we are also here with up? a special guest a faithful king Jose Garcia, but we'll let him introduce himself in a second. And of course, Fire Mariah, the intern with the baby hair that always grows the littest ways, and Stanley Fritz, <laughs> me. You can find me on Twitter at Stan Fritz. You can find me on IG at Stan Fritz. You can find me on Snapchat at Dark Skin swindle I put up a thought snap yesterday and no one commented because I have no friends on Snapchat. Tiffany, talk to me, beloved. How are you? No, mm, no, no, no. Put my <laughs> mic on. Yes, and you're hurting it. Oh, sorry. It, it wasn't on
0: before. <laughs> Say
1: it with your chest, <laughs> Tiffany. Say hello.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm here. It's Sunday. Very early. A little tired. A little sure. tired. You <laughs> was turning up last night? A little bit. <laughs> Wait hold on, what you was doing, what you was doing. You went to Palooza? No, Duce Palooza. Sorry, sorry, Duce Palooza. <laughs> oh,
1: so that's what you were at Barclay Center? No, I
0: was not there. Throwing my... it in
1: a circle with <laughs> Duce in your cup?
0: No. No, I'm oh. a respectable woman. Not to say that you're not respectable if you do that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> those are the most respectable women. Exactly. there be lawyers in there. <laughs> How do you know Stanley? I've been to Say Palooza. <laughs> it is a very
1: blessed place. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I went when it was hitting Palooza still. Mm. Yeah. I know the guys I know some of the guys that started it too. Really? Yeah, because like one of them went to my college. Oh, yeah. nice us get him on the show. And Gappers.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I talked. I, when we was first starting here, he was trying to come on the show, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we busy. So now if I ask him, you'd probably be like, yeah, yeah, we busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, So, Introduce yourself.
0: Yeah, so I'm Tiffany. I work for a public sector union. I fight the power. I'm excited for the show in 2020. Yeah.
1: Have you done your 10-year challenge yet? No, i not.
0: not. You're not going to do
1: it? <laughs> no. I, I? want to do it. Why wouldn't you do it? Wait, Yours would what? be great. Oh, so you still don't mess with social media like that, Jose.
2: I don't. I, st- I just have Facebook. Oh, that's it. You see? Oh. And so, I mostly post for myself.
1: You see? That's it. First you're a of unicorn. All, that's corny. <laughs> you got you to gotta, like do more. So the 10-year challenge is you, you post a picture of yourself from 10 years ago and a picture of yourself now. And oh, if, okay. If you're cool, you'll reflect deeply and put up at least 300 words of reflection mm-hmm. in your post. Ooh. But if you're not, you just put up the old picture where you looked washed and the new picture when you don't <laughs> look washed. Or Ooh. when you look great and when you looked washed, depending Ooh. on how you're feeling. Most likely,
2: <laughs> both of them will look washed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. That's so no
1: 10-year challenge for you, Tiffany? No, probably not. How about like a two-year challenge?
0: Um, you can already see that on my Instagram. <laughs> mm,
1: see? There we go. And Jose, please introduce yourself to the listeners.
2: Um, my name is Jose Garcia. I work for T-Mobile. I've been working for T-Mobile for like six years now. And I've always been interested in politics, so. I'm excited for what the show has to bring in 2020. Yay.
0: Yes,
1: and we got a great show for you guys. So since we are coming towards the end of the year, there's only one thing that we really should be doing. Reflecting. So mm-hmm. since you guys don't want to do a ten year challenge with me, <laughs> at least
0: let's. I'll do. I'll do it. I can do I'll without do the photos. So what is gonna?
2: I have one photo from eleven years ago. Mm, there and you then go. I won from last
1: night. I'm thinking about posting the photo of me with no beard and me with a beard Ooh. now and doing my ten year challenge. Sounds good. And seeing how that goes because beards are definitely the push up bras for men and I can tell you that <laughs> yes. because my girlfriend is still in my life and she entered it when I got a beard. Yep. But any- <laughs> there You go. There you go. <laughs>
2: And who and who do we give credit to that beard for?
1: I will not give now. Jose Garcia definitely was like, "Yo, fam, grow the beard," and I was Go like, "Nah, right. nah." He was like, nah, "Nah, grow it." And then I listened to him, and then I once I became an adult and started putting coconut oil and things in my beard and mm, the rest of accessories. You see that? Taking care nice. of yourself. Yes, I'll and he's care. also more handsome with a beard. You see? Yeah, that's so. just the way that it works. Mm-hmm. So listen, grow your beards, Tiff. Grow your beard. Mariah. Grow <laughs> your beard. Ladies, gents, non-binaries, grow your beards. But guys, we have a really cool show for you. So it's the end of 2019. And you know what that means? We get to reflect on some of the biggest winners, losers, trash people, and confusing things that happen throughout the year. So this is our third annual Resistance Awards. And if you're wondering why Selena Hill is not here, it is because she is in Guyana right now giving a TED Talk to TED Talks. No, she's (laughs) under the weather, so she's at home hopefully resting. But I know Selena well enough. She's either stalking the show on Facebook Live or trying to stalk the show while also finding a way to Snapchat herself stalking the show.
2: Shout out, shout out to Selena, shout yes, out. Yes, get some rest. Word. Get some rest, feel better.
1: <laughs> yes, Selena, please get some rest and feel better. But guys, while Selena is at home, probably annoyed she can't be here to talk about this, we get to give our own interpretation of the Resistance Awards. Uh, Tiff, are you excited about awarding or even thinking about giving somebody acknowledgement for these awards today?
0: Yes, I'm extremely excited. It's a good way to really put this year in perspective, especially mm. for pop culture. Word.
1: <laughs> Jose, what about you? Is there anybody from 2019 that you think really deserves our attention today?
2: Uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> every, every day. Every Yo. day this man does something new. Yo. Every day.
1: I saw something on Twitter where he was like, we need to find a better way to flush our toilets because people are pooping and flushing 15, 16 times and it's Ooh, not going down. What is he talking
2: about when he says this? <laughs>
1: yes. And then he was in the <laughs> South and he was like, Democrats. Are, p- are letting women get pregnant for nine months and then have their babies and pulling them out. And that has to stop. Yeah. He yeah. said those things. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we got coming up for the show today. No, not those Donald Trump quotes, but some of the biggest moments of the year. And we got a couple of questions, and we want people to take part in these questions as well. So if you're on Facebook Live and give us your answer, we'll also read some of the answers we've gotten already because our trusty intern, Fire Mariah, was posting these questions already. So we have problematic fave. Which one of your favorite or current or former faves proved to be the most trash this year? Was it T.I., Jesse Smollett, Jay Z, or Kanye West? Those are some of the questions we'll be asking and you'll get the chance to answer. So we're going on a quick break, but when we get back, the Resistance Award will start in full. Until then, enjoy some T. Grizzly. You know we love T. Grizzly here
0: need just be a cook right let's keep that water 400 degrees fahrenheit you ever been inside a federal courtroom homie you ever went to trial and fought for your life being broke
1: did something- we are back on let your voice be heard on 9.3 fm whc are the voice of harlem if you are just tuning in we have a new guest in the station but before i get to this new person the faithful italian king let me tell you, I am Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Tiffany Brown, Jose Garcia, <laughs> and of course, the faithful. You <laughs> left me in suspense there, Stanley. Yeah, I thought that was going to drop. Yo, listen, man. Listen, if you're on Tinder, you better stop for this Kingsbridge poppy right here. Uh, Evan Mastronardi. <laughs> Talk uh, I'm going to change
3: dish, my name to that now because was a false advertisement. All right, this is Evan Mastronardi. I'm the co-founder of Let's Not Be Trash with my boy Stanley Fritz. Uh, we are the site for multidimensional men fighting patriarchy and empowering men, and we ask you to look at our site, too, and I'm thankful to do this with my boy, and it's good to be here, as always. You know what,
1: Evan? You sound way too responsible, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing last night? What,
3: like, what I, doing? I I was with some boys I hadn't seen in a while to like a belated birthday thing, because mm-hmm. I had to break up. To, like You only met like a few of the guys that I thought you were going to meet. Yeah yeah so i was out with them and then we're so old and watched that we were gonna go somewhere else but it turned into us like at dykeman going in a circle trying to find parking yeah. and then like that was all right we were like okay we had enough and then we just <laughs> went home and actually didn't do anything else after that nice so that's what happens Plus when you're 29.
1: you know what i did yesterday what i ate an edible and i watched um the astronomy club on netflix I heard everybody talking about that. It's really good, man. You know, it's funny. Netflix was not going to promote it at first. They were not. And then black people were like, oh, this stuff is funny. And Netflix is like, look, Negroes, we love giving you <laughs> content. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. Am I wrong, Tiffany? Is that not what happened?
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I saw it on Twitter, but I really didn't pay attention. So I take your word. <laughs> <All right>. Same. <laughs> I'm just hearing I saw
1: about it, it now. I saw it
3: around, so I'll take your word.
1: It's pretty good. There's one skit on there that certain people were trying to say that the Sean Club was making fun of Sean King. Which is not it's not funny at all. Tiffany <laughs> mm.
0: listen <laughs> funny, 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 the truth is the truth <laughs> I just need my fellow activists so to anyway the 2019
1: resistance awards oh, guys okay. the best worst and pettiest moments and people of 2019 <laughs> who had the best year who had the worst haircut who was the most trash person we're going to talk about all these things and as you guys know during our resistance awards we don't usually do the news roundup so we're going to skip through the news roundup this time around but don't worry we'll be back next time and we'll have plenty of news stories for you then but until then i want to get started of straight on the awards and the first <laughs> award i want to give is who was the best and most responsible host of let your voice be heard a stanley mm. b stanley i know mm. c <laughs> selena hill oh. d
3: fire mariah
0: mm.
1: who do you pick tiffany
0: fire mariah
3: i, I, I second that oh my god i i, I second that oh Three on that, too. I <laughs> thought you were gonna do like Dylon and just keep saying stand up. No, but <laughs> I got <tell> you guys. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I know him. <laughs> I remember that.
0: You picked yourself, Ooh. so me yeah. and got no votes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, this is
3: crazy.
0: That's a diplomatic way to go about it. Yo, this. Selena, you heard this? <laughs> Neither one of us got votes. And they cheated, obviously, because
1: the best option was Stanley Fritz. I vote for Stanley Fritz. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because you're biased. The best wait, wait. <laughs> a or B? <laughs> or you see? B? I want to switch it up. Can't always do A's because sometimes the A is wrong, so you got to switch it.
3: I, I know. You got to find the pattern when you know what the actual answer is. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that, 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 old, that old rule
2: where if you don't know the answer, it's always C. Word. <laughs> <laughs> <Back laughs> yeah.
1: All right, guys. So now I've given you a tester, and you failed poor, like, horribly. You failed <laughs> And I'm not sure how we're going to get past this, but we do have to move on. So we're going to start this off with who had the best year. And now when you're thinking about this answer, and those of you on Facebook Live who are playing too, when you're thinking about giving this answer, it doesn't just have to be somebody in politics. It could be somebody in pop culture or music, an athlete, anybody you want. Just kidding. I have four options for you. So, A. Women in Congress, because a record number of women were elected to Congress in 2019 and were key to Democrats reclaiming the majority in the U.S. Senate. B, Lizzo. And we can also say, like, you know, because she was also Times Entertainer of the Year. Mm-hmm. C, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Or D, fascism. Mm-hmm. Evan, who are you choosing?
3: Your D was off, so I thought it was really going to be Stanley, even though. <laughs> <laughs> at least i my At least my copy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with A. Women in Congress. Mm. I mean, I know it's probably a safe answer, but I also think it's just true. Well, why? I, th- I just think from a from an impact standpoint, you know, there's—I didn't think by this point in my lifetime I'd have people like Ayanna Pressley, uh, Rashid Talib, Ilhan Omar, AOC, and, mm. you know— in Congress, in Congress advocating for me I didn't yeah. I didn't think and most importantly representing and advocating on behalf of to the best their ability mm-hmm. uh, of people of color and I just I didn't think it would happen necessarily this quickly that we'd have uh, a core unit I know we're getting more of those people that have as much um with their voices being amplified as much as they are yeah. and to me it's significant of course it's not nearly enough to overturn the white supremacist government we have unfortunately mm-hmm. but i think it's making an impact and it's important and it's something i didn't know i didn't realize it would happen at to this point and you know in my 20s that's you know. fair yeah
1: and jose how about you
2: <clears throat> i'm gonna be a little <clears throat> pessimistic and say the fascism <laughs> damn fascism. <laughs> only because only I, I you know, call me naive but i just didn't think it was as widespread As it's it's been this year,
1: really? Say more.
2: You know what I mean? I think I think for for a lot of us, we thought with all this progress that we that we've been making, we thought, hey, I mean, even if they came at at, towards the end of it, um, that we'd get that we get, you know, with all all this progress, that we wouldn't have people so 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 outward about their their um, their racism. Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess that's true. And Tiffany, what about you?
0: Um, I think I'm going to go with A, obviously, but bef- quite different reasons from Evan. Partly really? because I just feel like women have always been leading these like movements in the forefronts of a lot of like change and progression in society. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like the way we talk about women in Congress or women in politics has shifted a bit. Because like I feel like it's a combination of the Me Too era and things of that nature. So I just kind of feel like women have always been doing this, but now we're just finally getting the recognition but definitely I would say the squad for sure and you're just having more different sort of voices, you know, being out there. So, of course, I would have to go with A mm. and the an honorary mention for Beyoncé because, you know, any category Beyoncé's in, she should win.
1: <laughs> Did she really get 500 million to get to take a residency in Vegas?
0: Um, I hope Is so. Is that a
2: real thing? <laughs> that it wouldn't su- it wouldn't surprise me. What yeah.
0: do you like what, what do you
1: even need with that much That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Oh, gosh. Beyonce, you've got it. All right. Well, my choice would actually be fascism because, yeah, I'm with you, Roberto. i mean, Roberto. Wow. I'm thinking about Roberto. Roberto. Jose. Yeah. Whoa, was that racist?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now it is. Oh, no. no.
1: Now, Jose. I'm thinking about you, Jose. Like Fascism is crazy in this world. And in the UK, Boris Johnson just won re-election. Wow. And, like, he is possibly dumber than Donald Trump. And obviously like, ah, so. Are you sure?
2: They're like they're like neck and neck.
1: Yeah, but like, you know
2: how sometimes like you might trip it to the lead? And then he has a British accent. Doesn't he sound a little, <laughs> a little more intelligent? <laughs> yeah, because <of> maybe that. <laughs> maybe. And he
3: still laughs at Donald Trump. Like he was like in that squad laughing at him. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, which was, about that. you know, embarrassing if a guy dumber than him still finds him. So, That's you know. true. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he also said, I want to stop black and brown people from coming to the UK. Wow. Like he said that publicly and won the election. Yeah. Yeah, so fascism for me was the one that's having the best year. There's a lot of fascist leaders all over the, the world now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether you're talking mm-hmm. about Brazil, India, UK, Hungary, like it's spreading. They're about to get one in Germany. It is oh, spreading. Man. Yeah. All right, so now we've gotten depressed. Number two, the problematic <laughs> fave. Which one of our former faves proved to be the most trash this year? I already know who my winner is for this one, so I'll just give you the options. A-T-I. B. Juicy Smulier, <laughs> <laughs> C. Jigga Man Jay Z, or D. Kanye West. Yo, this is a tough one. I
2: feel like Kanye West is
1: gonna be on this list
2: every year. Yeah, so Jose, In who different you, category. Who yeah. are you, who are you <laughs> picking since since you
1: spoke up first?
2: Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Kanye. Yeah. I just I think he's been I think he's been trash for so long. Mm-hmm.
3: Really, Kanye? But does this also have to be your fave too, or is it just most problematic? It could be yeah. the most
1: problematic. I prefer. Like, actually, it should be your fave I, or someone you like the most who's been like. Who's okay, r- so you have to take that, that into account like, yeah. too. Like,
2: I like his music. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think sometimes he needs to keep his bullshit.
1: I mean, he's not doing it that, and now he's saying now he's about to go on a church tour with Joel Orstein. You mm-hmm. Joe Oste- no, oh, Joel? No, Joel Orstein. scammers link up, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> Yo, they're doing a Jesus' is he's King so tour. Crappy. Mm-hmm. Yo, they're wow. really
0: like no one in
1: the oh, that's
2: right. He found God recently mm-hmm. so maybe, in a hopeless yeah. place. Maybe, maybe God. what is
0: it? Prosperity uh, gospel? Yeah. <laughs> that's what that I is. Mean, he got it? Kim Kardashian uh. in these streets
1: looking like she, she came from the 2000s from the draft <laughs> mad baggy suits because he didn't want her showing her skin. Yeah, that was oh, just sad. Like,
2: oh, wow, that's not that's
1: not Tiff. How about you? Who's your problematic fave?
0: Um, I would say definitely Juicy. No, um, I feel really like nice. no, <laughs> he was not a fave, but it's an unfortunate situation, hope Yo. he's doing alright, <laughs> um, definitely Jay-Z, I feel like uh, Jay-Z really uh, broke my heart this year, <sighs> like, right. partially because I grew up in Brooklyn, Was we went to the same junior high school, I feel like I was raised in like the gospel of Jay-Z. So. She sold
1: crack with him. Exactly,
0: you know, I did not. <laughs> <Most> 92 Bricks. <laughs> Easy, <laughs> you know, so.
2: Um, Coke, Coke by the boatload?
0: You said it, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely Jay-Z with the NFL deal. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, what happened with the group that he was supporting out in Chicago. And I just think he's a billionaire. We really have to start looking at our faves in a different light when it comes to these political times. So, Preach. Jay-Z really uh, let me down. And I feel like the others, T.I. <sighs> should be taking it back and shot. <laughs>
3: um, uh, uh, Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. What?
1: I didn't say. It. I think you did, and the microphone picked it up. So. Okay, I'm just kidding.
0: He should. it, <laughs> can't, um. can't lol that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Be I meant it like figuratively. That wasn't literally. Tiffany.
1: That was our former <laughs> exactly. host. He's a terrible show. person.
0: I feel like we give him too much space. Ti. <laughs> yes. For he real. just
1: doesn't know what patriarchy is. Can you define it for him? Mm.
3: <laughs> but he, <laughs> he does not. But oh. he
0: knows so many words in a dictionary. Indubitably. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> no. I, after a certain point, it's a choice. I completely agree with you. After a certain point, it's a choice not to know more about that. No. Yeah. Evan,
1: what about you? who your podcast um, fave?
3: Uh this was tough. I mean, I gotta admit, Juicy is kinda at the bottom in comparison to these guys. Also I I just can't I will continue <laughs> to say i after Dave Chappelle I'll continue to say Juicy for the rest yeah, of my life. That's true. Um I gotta go with because J- at this point it's like fave, who's more fave versus more problematic? And if I'm weighing that together, it's tough because Kanye's always gonna glare out. But <laughs> of course, uh while I also, especially previously, more so like Kanye's music, I do think it's Jay-Z with his recent decision. I mean, personally, I always knew Jay-Z was a capitalist. To me, it's not a surprise he's a capitalist. Show some respect. The, the question, I mean, well, we both knew he was that a, he's a capitalist. It, it was he's about— no, well, no, I'm saying, but that's not why. I but feel like I, no, and I agree with you. It's uh, not It's not that. I always knew he was a cap. What I didn't expect with this deal that really disappointed me was how much cap is just— ex- extricated from the whole process when i believe jay-z had enough clout to make him be a part of it and have an impact and he did not do that and that very much disappointed me
1: yeah jay-z didn't care about kaepernick at all and that's why he's my choice for problematic fave i can't cancel jay-z's music i like it's been too much a part of my life i tried for like an hour but then every playlist i have has at least one jay-z song on there mm. but that one hurt that one hurt a lot because mm-hmm. yeah. damn he's a billionaire. He didn't need, like, he he did this for a check. Like, he didn't need to do this at all. He could have literally started his own league and had money to spare. Yeah. Like, this is, like, this is egregious, and I don't know. I just can't get past that. Yeah. So that's that's my person for the problematic babe, And I'm going to check on Facebook a lot to see if we have any other problematic faves. But, Tiffany, as somebody, like you said, like, who who really came up on Jay-Z, do you think you can ever forgive him for this?
0: Mm. Um, I don't know if it's a matter of, like, forgiveness but i definitely just think it's a matter for me just like really ve- re-evaluating who you put stock in and think they're i feel like better than they perceive themselves i feel like all celebrities and all people are flawed so yeah. i was just like uh what about i
1: did something like this
0: she went oh uh, i feel like people are gonna have to come to terms with that too because right, yep. sometimes it's like they're both billionaires and then if we're talking about shifting to a society of like socialism or Things of that nature, like we really have to evaluate people who look like us who have an enormous mm-hmm. amount of wealth. Yeah, man. Because, mm-hmm. like, listen, we love Michelle Obama, but she's over here defending All right, George now Bush you leave Michelle saying, alone. <laughs> I
1: mean, she's the one that said her and George Bush's values are the same. Wow. So, I mean, wow. if she can do that, then why can't Beyonce pull a Jay Z? Wow. So I'm just saying, like, this is the place wow. that we're living Maybe, in. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, man. Yo, this is really sad. Damn. All right. Yeah. The most. The most. Tra- <laughs> If you want to call in with your votes, <laughs> you can give us a call Turn at 212-650-6903. <laughs> Again, that is 212-650-6903. We are moving on to the next award, the Most Trash mm. Award. And we got a couple of great contestants for this one. We got Aunt <laughs> Becky and the College Boy, Cheating Scandal. Yo, her mm. if, I, if I was Becky, I would whoop my daughters behind. <laughs> she put in mad breath to get her daughter in this, into this college. Just so the daughter can go to college and make videos where she says, "I don't really want to be here," mm-hmm. and now Becky is facing thirty years Wow. because she doesn't want to admit that she did it. And her daughter, guess what? She's doing not going to school. Mm-hmm. I'd be tight. So Becky also who's not gonna, going to jail. So yeah, well, be- <laughs> on Becky's daughter ain't going to jail, but Becky might. That's go what to I'm jail. saying. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy out here. So R Becky and the college scandal is one. And then, of course, there is R. Kelly. Mm. And I don't think we need to explain too much about R. Kelly is on this list and will always be on this list. Then C is Michael Cohen, the former lawyer for Donald Trump, who is probably sitting inside of a prison right now as a snitching on Trump and being caught for a whole bunch of different offenses on ethics violations and fraud. Then there's Amber Geiger, the white woman who shot a black man in his own home and then hugged his brother when she was sentenced to 10 years because her brother forgave her. I did not. Wow. And then, oh, you didn't hear about that? I did not hear about that. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, E... The Ice Raids, the most trash awards. Mm-hmm. So those are your options. Aunt Becky with the bad grades, R. Kelly, <laughs> Michael Cohen, Amber Geiger, and the Ice Raids. Every single one of these people mm-hmm. and entities deserve to be the most trash. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a hard time picking. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, who, what's your choice?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm going with Amber Geiger for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, you don't all forgive these... her? No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> like It needs to be on site <laughs> for her That's every single day. You know like, she's appealing. Her, Of um, course business, she is. Right? Of course she is. She's appealing. There's a uh, witness that was a part of the case was murdered. So she probably well could get out way sooner than the ten years that she was given. I think it's disgusting how that sh- how that entire case went. Like, yes, she was convicted. But like for what that judge did, the brother, I can't really speak on that because that's his, you know, ho- whole journey. But yeah, I think that woman like deserves everything that's coming to her. And she's trash.
3: Evan? I mean, it's tough. So B, D, and E, you can make a strong car- argument for any of them based on what they do on, like, a personal versus systemic level. Mm-hmm. I think I'm overall—it's really tough, especially for me to pick between D and E. Yeah. I guess I'm gonna also say D Amber Geiger, and it's not. It, it, but it's it's with the caveat and what all that represents. Mm. It's like the system that she's representing, the way that she got off, in my opinion, with the lighter sentence. The way, as you pointed out, most of white America, it wasn't. It wasn't that the brother, as Tiffany said, brother guy's own journey. It was the response to that that was probably like oh this is how it should be this is how reconciliation should be no it should not this is by no means what a lot of white america wants to do is just go over the actual difficult conversation for lots of them about that police brutality exists that exists in ways they never wanted to admit and instead when you look at a hug it's so much easier for you to just say oh let's talk about this hug no let's talk about everything else that the system is a part of that allows more amber geigers to walk around in these streets do the exact same thing Mm -hmm. today and tomorrow and most of them won't probably won't even face the consequences so if i'm pulling it in with everything it represents i'm gonna go with d
1: yeah damn
2: Thank you, Evan. What about you, Jose? Uh yeah, this is tough too. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with R. Kelly only because I st- I started watching that show on Netflix recently. Oh, and wow. He, yeah, he, he's <laughs> he's a pretty. He was, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know I didn't know the details and, and and finding them out. Um, and I think it also says a lot just about people in in, in people who have power in general mm-hmm. and and their dominion over people who yeah. who don't. And I think he's definitely a, uh, a representation of something like that. I mean, and it happens all the time. It ha- it's happened with Donald mm-hmm. Trump, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it ha- it's happened with um, Harvey Weinstein. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. just uh, any number of, of examples, and I think we definitely need to talk more about that kind of stuff. And Tiff?
0: Just a follow-up question. Before you watched that documentary, did you believe any of the stories? Of course. Oh, okay. I Absolutely. Just like mm-hmm.
2: I know we, we all it, did. But, but this the thing is, like, is this hearing yeah. the details, hearing yeah. The, yeah. The, the people's accounts of, of, of what happened, so, that, that's huge.
3: No, to that, like, I always believe all of the people who accuse Harvey Weinstein. I'm finishing Catch and Kill Now, which is a phenomenal book by Ronan Farrow, who mm-hmm. definitely deserves oh, the yeah, prize yeah, did, he won I, I for the that. work that he did to mm-hmm. never give up that story. And, like, I believe him entirely, but once you read detail by detail, like, you, it does impact you extra when yeah. you see Absolutely. just the just the terrorizing that th- these people do. Yeah, it's sure. Know?
0: No, I'm just curious because I kind of feel like, obviously as a woman, I just like when I hear these stories, I'm like, absolutely I believe them, but I feel like there's always just like a different response because you see the details. Yeah. But it's like why do you need these graphic details to like initially
3: believe this person is oh, no, No, no. no I no, no. agree with you. You should believe prior <laughs> just I think that and, both are important. But it hit home
2: yeah. it hits home in a, in a in a special way when you hear people's accounts of, of what happened.
1: And let me be honest, like if you believe it all right away, you gotta take a look at yourself too because a lot of these men are a reflection of us, because we've all been socialized in a lot of the same mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. So like, it's like, damn, we couldn't have done that because, like, what does that say about my friend Jay Sean or me? Right. So, like that's that's it, that's it for me. Mm-hmm. And then like the R Kelly thing in particular, once I saw that like that doc, it really made me take a step back and go, whoa, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah.
3: To also to relate that as well to Harvey Weinstein, it's not just the details of what happened to the victim, it's the details of how systemic, and this is for Harvey yeah, Weinstein, how deep, how, how, how deep it goes all the enablers and how systemically it happened every single time. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. y- you can see it happening at, at a certain point with the case, you can only see it happen in slow motion even though it's in the past. Like, it's crazy. Anyway, it's also, like you said, all the people around them, too. That's important details.
1: Yeah. So who's your most trash person for 2019, Tiffany?
0: Oh, I said it. Uh, Amber Geiger.
1: Oh, you did my bad. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely asked you first. (laughs) Look at that. And my vote is definitely Amber Geiger as well because, yeah, I am all about restorative justice. But like Evan said, there was no restorative justice in that part. She's appealing this. This is crazy. If do you guys have any other trash folks that don't enter this list that you want to mention, Jose? I'll go with you
2: first. Um. Well, I mean, uh, he brought up Harvey Weinstein. That's that's obviously yeah, uh, huge. So I'm gonna go. Evan, I, I mean, would
0: say all the people that like call the cops on black people for like entering their homes and their mm-hmm. spaces and visiting. So like every mm-hmm. one of those people are like trash. Mm-hmm. Everyone.
3: Yeah. The oh, okay. No, a, go ahead. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, no. The most, one of the recent ones was a dude who was actually in UPS uniform, and he still got the cops going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, all right. We got to go and break on that one. I did the type of... We
1: are back on Let <laughs> Your One. Voice Be Heard on 90.3 yeah. FM, fire. WHCR, The Voice of Harlem. If you are just tuning in, this is Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Tiffany Brown, Jose Garcia, and Evan Maschinardi. But, of course, Five Mariah is behind the computers and the phones and the Facebook lives, making sure all your fire content comes through. I want to thank Nadia Stevens, Aunt Lewis, and, of course, Ebony for always supporting and watching the show on Facebook Live. I also want to support and thank all the people who are watching us on the watch parties. We appreciate your viewership and your comments. I also want to mention... That Aunt Lewis mentioned in our comments that George Zimmerman should have been one of the mm. people listed mm. on the most definitely. trash list. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. What do you guys think about this?
3: Absolutely. You should, Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah he probably, I probably rescheduled re- my vote now. Yo, yeah. George yeah. Zimmerman. It probably goes to George Zimmerman. Listen, that that one hundred million dollars just put him fam, yeah, in, another, yes. in another category, so yeah, right? For now. those of
1: you who don't know, George Zimmerman is currently suing Trayvon Martin's family and his lawyer for a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. For I forgot exactly what the lawsuit is about, but yeah, he's suing them. Meanwhile, the guy that shot at George Zimmerman and claimed he was using your Ground Laws mm-hmm. is in jail, facing in in prison for twenty years for attempted murder. Yep. This this is the life that we live, guys. This is the life that we live. So while we went on break, we had to play some Jay-Z, not because he's not still a problematic fan, but because his music is still the best and it still hits. But we want to switch this over to some more political context now. So the next one might be something that I'm like a little bit deeper into because I'm just a nerd that way. But I want folks to think about this and really answer honestly. What was the biggest political win of 2019? We've got a couple of options, but if you guys have some better ones on Facebook Live or want to call in with some or even on this panel right here, please give me some. So we had the Kentucky the Kentucky Governor Andy Bashar who defeated Matt Bevin who was the Governor of Kentucky, a Republican Governor who was just as crazy, if not crazier than Trump who refused to raise teacher salaries and when teachers went on strike, he said that because teachers were striking, children would be molested. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Matt Bevin lost his race by 5,000 votes and conceded just a couple of weeks ago.
2: Mm.
1: Next up, Julia Mejia, who won a city council seat in Boston, an Afro-Latina. Guess how many votes she won by? Ten.
2: One. Um. Yeah. Wow. She
1: man. won by one vote. Don't let anybody ever tell you your vote doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Then we have David Clegg, who is the new district attorney in Ulster County, upstate New York. This is the first Democratic district attorney in that part of New York in 167 years. Yes. And then finally the Chessa Bowden, who just won the San Francisco District Attorney race. And Chessa Bowden is known because his adoptive parents were um from the weathermen, the group of white folks who were blowing up conservative spaces, including Billy Ayers, who is his stepfather. So Mm -hmm. those are the four options that we have for the biggest Mm -hmm. wins. But if you have something better or something different, I'd love to hear it. Evan, who do you think had the biggest win?
3: I'll go with the district attorney because... Which one? You and I had talked... I'm sorry, in in upstate New York? Yeah, David Clegg. Yeah, because district attorneys, especially Mm -hmm. in previously uh, red districts, Mm -hmm i never thought until well i i know we were talking about sean king before i wasn't sure if there was a debate earlier i missed but Mm. i one thing that i you know i follow sean king and one thing that sean king said that i really agree with is that part of the new wave of making a fundamental like true change is progressive district attorneys or district attorneys who are at least more progressive than who was there previously Mm. and i think that that has uh a lot of people don't think about that. They think about bigger seats. you know. They think about Senate. A lot of people think about federal level. But district attorneys have so much power, including when to prosecute the police. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they'll do the right thing. But I think the start has to be with trying to find the best case progressive district attorney we can find all the time and try to get them in office. So I'll go just on that reason alone.
1: Well, Tiffany, yeah. I saw you shaking your head. Is <laughs> well, this some pushback? Yeah.
0: This pushback because I feel like a lot of energy is going into progressive district attorneys. And I think when it comes to reforming or dismantling the system, that is an aspect. But I kind of feel like it still takes away from the root cause of the criminal justice system is that there's over-policing. We over-criminalize black and brown bodies, and the system does not work. And I don't know if a prosecutor, quote-unquote, being progressive that you know works hand in hand with law enforcement mm-hmm. is going to be able to bring that change that we really want to see in the courtroom.
1: Got you, got you. And Jose, what do you think Ooh. about this?
2: Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. Go, Mejia, you said was the one that won by, by one by, vote. By yeah. One vote. Yep. Just just to to piggyback on what you said earlier, I think a lot of people think that their vote doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guilty of of. Um, of I mean, I, re- I recently became a citizen, so now. Um, I can vote okay. congratulations. congratulations but I, I but I did have that ki- those, those thoughts in my mind where I thought, hey, it doesn't matter if i if i if I show up or not mm-hmm. and this is a perfect example of of someone uh who won because that additional person yeah. um, decided to vote
3: especially on a local level right. I mean, I understand more so when someone says in New York that they feel is already going to win, like on a federal level, yeah. on a right. candidate that they feel is already going to win, but on a local level, your vote really does matter. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: absolutely. And that that's the stuff that affects yeah. you directly. Yeah. yeah, right. A lot of the federal stuff... Um yeah, you get, you get it. It affects you, but not as directly as the mm-hmm. local stuff.
0: Yeah. And Te, if
1: you didn't get a chance to give a vote. So who what would you choose for the biggest? I'm swim?
0: going with the Kentucky governor, because I think that was such a big win, especially mm-hmm. in the age of Trump. And when people are just being so right. outwardly about their like phobias and racism and things of that nature. So it's like, yeah, I definitely think that was a big win for the Dems. And mm-hmm. hopefully we can do something similar like that in New York State because we have a governor that needs to get out of here.
1: Mm. You know, a fun fact about a Kentucky race, um, they also elected the first black district attorney um, in Kentucky, who also happens to be a Trump supporter So that's an interesting uh, thing oh yeah. yeah yeah. <laughs> we are lost in
0: the sauce <laughs> Yeah, Matt
1: Bevin, the Republican governor Was the only Republican to lose their election in Kentucky M- Maybe like that's how much everyone hated him
2: Maybe that was the guy that was in the rally <laughs> He's like, there's my African American Oh my <laughs> god <laughs> Get him out of here
1: <laughs> you know, so t- I, I would go for, um, for Kentucky Governor Matt Andy Bashar. Because one of the first things he's going to do when he steps into his, his seat of power is re-enfranchise 100,000 formerly incarcerated people mm, that's so nice. that they will sure. then have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. That's nice. building voting power. Absolutely. So yeah. now, the biggest threat to humanity, <laughs> <dum-dum-dum>, <laughs> we got Donald, so close. So close. Donald J. Trump, Hennessy mixed with Patron, <laughs> climate change, <laughs> right. gun violence, and racism. <laughs> this racism thing is a new curveball <laughs> here Not sure <laughs> That's a tough choice guys yeah, I mean. So let's start with Jose, I don't think we started with you in a bit So Jose, what's your, first, what's your choice for this one?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with climate change Say more so it's Just because it's such a, a near and dear It's near and dear to my heart So I just think climate change affects Each and every One of us on the planet Every species yeah. you can think of So if you're talking about threats to humanity, I think you can't get any you can't get any bigger than 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 climate change. Yeah, I I agree. Tiffany,
0: Um, of course, I'm going to have to go with racism because I feel like racism motivates and, you know, it runs through every single one of these other choices. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, racism is the reason why, you know, like certain areas like Far Rockaway, you know, It's like it was slow to be rehabilitated after Hurricane Sandy and things like that. So like that's kind of like gun violence is just like you know, people that don't look like us has easy access to guns. But we're here, we're over you know, police guns and things like that, and access, and we have way too much access in general to guns. (laughs) Mm. Um, And you know, Donald Trump is. Motivated and inspired by racism. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So.
3: And Evan? Yeah, I'm going with D as well, racism, because so much else is connected to this. I mean, I agree with you. The existential threat, the threat that's technically bigger than all of us, is climate change, but even just what we do about that always will have racism involved because a lot of the voices that are involved with it and, and some of who will be hit the most directly people of color and people Mm -hmm. also on what would be considered the left side of things. And therefore a lot of the voices would try to be silenced like anything else Mm -hmm. that racism does. Donald Trump is a product and enforces racism. Um, Gun violence, too, again, mostly. A lot of white people get guns that they shouldn't be getting. So it's connected to everything on this list. It's really connected to just about every policy thing that we talk about today. It's connected when Stanley and I talk about sexism and let's not be trash. Racism and patriarchy are always together. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's connected to everything. Absolutely.
1: You know... Climate change is a big issue, but we can fix the climate and still be suffocating black and brown people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with racism because racism is the motivator for all these things, Mm -hmm. and that's why black and brown communities tend to be in the places that are the most susceptible to climate disasters, and that's why we don't put as much energy in addressing climate change because the natural disasters usually hit the countries where you have majority black and brown people first, and Mm -hmm. it damages them first. So if Haiti in Puerto Rico and Dominican Mm Republic— And Panama are Mm -hmm. being overflowed by um, these crazy hurricanes, and we're just getting some windstorms. Who cares? Because those people there are not white, and they don't speak English, so it's not important to the U.S. government. So I think that racism is still the number one for me. But I'd love to hear what other people think. Um, I would love to hear some of those comments. But until then, let me move on to the next question, guys. How are you feeling so far? How are we going with these? Pretty good. Good, Pretty good, Good. definitely. Pretty good? Mm -hmm. Well... You know, you ever have something that like you're having a good time with, but it ends too soon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if that was a person?
3: Okay. So. You, I, th- I thought he might do that. I, that. I thought he might I do that, trying, but I was I thought, like, I, thought, I right. thought
2: he was talking about where we were actually going. I'm like, oh, we can go over the questions again. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem. So maybe that was not the best transition, <laughs> guys. If what you want to <laughs> call in with a question wow. or comment, you Uh-oh. can give us a call
1: at 212 650 6903. Again, that's 212 650 6903. Next up is Gone Too Soon. For A, we have Nipsey Hussle, who was murdered a couple of months ago. Um, B, B, Rep Elijah Cummings, C, John Conyers, and D, Juice World. For those of you who don't know who Juice World is, and that's probably everyone in here who's <laughs> under the age of 23 years old, he was a rapper, actually a pretty talented rapper, who died earlier this week. He had a seizure and a heart attack while getting off the plane um, in, the, in the U.S. So Ooh. that is who Juice World is, for those of you who do not know. And so, Conyers? Um, Conyers. Why am I forgetting who John Conyers is at this very moment? Um,
3: uh, Congressman, I think, Texas, is it Texas? Thank you. Yeah, I don't know as much about his record. I unfortunately know about the scandal, but I don't yeah. know as much. About we'll get his some. Record. We'll get yeah. some
1: information about his record real soon. But um, let's start with you, Evan, because we started with Jose last time.
3: Um. So right now I'm with Representative Elijah Cummings, but I would like to say regarding Juice World, I heard this recently, and I don't want to say something that's not verified. So I want. No, you're on the news too. Yeah. I heard, and part of this was paranoia due to there being law enforcement. Mm-hmm. On the plane, or or contact of law enforcement, mm. that he had drugs on him is that is and then mm-hmm. that that caused so much stress on the man mm-hmm. that it let is that a rumor or so, do you know if any of that's verified? I don't know
1: about paranoia. I do know from what the news is reporting that they found over seventy pounds of marijuana, pills, um, and some weapons. And that apparently the pilot had contacted the authorities while the flight was still in the okay. air to yeah. let them know that he would have those so, things. So maybe so that
3: could have unfortunately contributed to it. I didn't yeah. know about the guns, but I just I knew that, you know, some weed and this guy's calling the cops on him. Yeah. That paranoia that's associated with that, whether or not you're a famous rapper on a plane, wherever mm-hmm. that has trauma. And a lot of people don't realize how much physical can be associated with trauma. Yeah. So I know all the details behind that. I just want to throw that out there. But given having, you know, knowing slightly more details about circumstances behind Mr. Cummings, who really went too quick because of, um, unfortunately, natural causes, um, I this man was an advocate since he was, like, 11. Yeah. He integrated he worked while you know receiving like you know bottles and rocks thrown at him mm-hmm. integrated at his his local pool when he was 11 mm-hmm. and all the way through his last year of life when he was um uh, presenting over the michael cohen he- hearing was fighting injustice so yeah. this man truly gave his life to this yeah so definitely he definitely did oh.
1: um tiff what about you
0: i Who? think <clears throat> excuse me i think i'm gonna go with juice world only because he was really really young when well, yeah. he was like 21 22 yeah And from my understanding, again, what was reported, they said that he may have downed some pills because law enforcement was killed and the pilots did. It was Uh, called. Yeah. uh, Excuse me. Law enforcement was called because he had like, you know, guns and drugs on the plane or something like that. So I think that's really unfortunate. But I also think like, you know, listening to the young rappers music, Mm -hmm. you know, I just kind of feel like it is. A lot of just like lean and perks and this that and the third. And it's just like you know, we don't live forever. These drugs are hard, yeah. <laughs> you guys. You know, yeah, these guys are drugs. like yes, yeah, yeah. stop doing the drugs because yeah. you guys are so young. Like he died from a seizure and a heart attack, twenty something years old. Mm. Yeah. And I also think these guys just have so much money and wealth or like immediate wealth at that time. It's like uh, don't blow it so fast. <laughs> it. So guys, we do have a caller on the line. I want to get Braun on the air to so let his voice be
1: heard. Braun, let your voice be
0: heard.
2: Alright, good morning. Good morning. Okay, great conversation. Uh John Conyers is out of Detroit.
1: Oh, thank you. You want? do you want to add anything else about his record? Say that again. Would you like to add anything else about his record?
2: Uh something about his record? Yeah. Uh, he helped start the Congressional Black Caucus. He pushed uh, reparations. He always kept putting a bill out for that, and I think he helped uh, Rosa Parks, too, when she moved there.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Bron. Thank you. Yeah, so John Cynes was definitely an important member of Congress um, from Detroit, and his Mm -hmm. son is actually running for— his seat, now his vacated seat, now, mm-hmm. and he was a founder, one of the founders of the Congressional Black Caucus. Thank you very much for that, bro. We appreciate the the education that we obviously needed. Thank what, you. It,
2: it, 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 just quickly, can you guys speak on the Cardi B thing with her? Do you know anything about that? That she was formerly a gang member or something? Did you hear about that?
1: He, he, yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty old I mean, news. Yeah, I think it's no. Okay. Yeah. but thank um, you. Oh. Thank you very okay. much for calling in. Yeah guys, breaking news, Cardi B was a member of the Bloods, allegedly. Allegedly. Even mm-hmm. though she tweeted, it I wasn't the brim. I wasn't nine tray, I was Brim. And then she deleted mm-hmm. her tweet. <laughs> she
0: was just she just wanted to clear it up real quick. And then, you know, Word. To delete the yeah, evidence.
1: So, mm-hmm. You know, I gotta pick Juice World too, to like yeah. you made me think about it. He was he was not even tw- he didn't even get to twenty five. Right. He had a lot of life to live and I was gonna pick Nipsey Hustle because this this was someone who had so much potential. Mm -hmm. and it was someone I had a chance to work with a little bit before he died um we um the gathering for justice organized a, a concert in Los Angeles called Time Done because they're pushing a package of bills we would eliminate all the blocks that they have on formerly incarcerated people to enter work industry. so like they would get rid of the like the um Right now, like, there's a lot of jobs and workforces you can't get into because you've been formerly incarcerated mm-hmm. and they want to get so rid of those silly, things. man.
2: How are people supposed to re- reintegrate mm-hmm. into society? Exactly. That's so, the point. They're not supposed to. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so, and Nip- Nipsey gave, like, a free concert. Mm-hmm. like and it was it was a great concert and he did it like for free we got ti involved mm-hmm. it was really cool so i got to meet him a little bit and like i was really excited to see what kind of work that he was going to do because he was really interested in like taking a deeper step into that activist space and using his music mm-hmm. to do it so that was really really cool um and I, w- I was sad to see him go but yeah juice world was a kid literally mm-hmm. a kid mm-hmm. and that's just you know that is a sad thing to see but you know we can't just be sitting here being mad in and depressed. So what I want to do is go to our last two awards. And the next nice. one is the resistor of the year. We've talked about all these different things, but who deserves to be crowned as the biggest resistor mm-hmm. of the year? The person that stood up and fought against injustice in a way that was mm-hmm. louder and stronger than everyone else. And it can just be like up to you mm-hmm. or like to other people as well. And so we have a couple of options for folks. But as usual, if you have someone better, like don't feel don't be afraid to bring him out. So Ava DuVernay, who um, she just um, helps to produce and direct um, the Central Park Five story again when they see us. And that was really amazing and emotional mm-hmm. series. Um, the Squad, AOC, Ayanna Pricely, Rashida Tlaib, Elam Omar, Colin Kaepernick, and, of course, Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg is the teenage girl. Um, from Europe who has really been speaking up loudly against climate change. There are other activists of color doing the same thing, but she has been the one that has seemed to caught the national spotlight, so we put her on here. Um let's start with you, Tiffany. Who do you think who do you think the resistor of the year should be?
0: Um, I would say the resistor of the year should be um I would say Colin Kaepernick because I would pick him Partially because when he had that whole tryout with Nike and when Nike wasn't being open and transparent about it, you know, he kind of really took hold of the narrative and did his own thing at the high school that was public and for everyone to see. And one of the receivers, I believe, because he was at that, you know, tryout with Colin Kaepernick, ended up getting picked up by a team. So it was just like, I thought that was really dope. And I think that was someone who's like, you know, I'm not backing down. This is an important issue. And he keeps like resisting against the NFL, even though we all know that the NFL is purposely blackballing him and making sure that he can't get back into the league, even though from my understanding, he looks fairly healthy and yada yada. So definitely for me, it's uh, Colin Kaepernick. And one thing about Greta Thunberg, mm-hmm. I think it's dope what she's doing, but really it's like, you know, Miss Flint, little black girl who's talking about how, you know, Flint mm-hmm. still does not have clean water. So as Stanley said, there's a lot of, you know, black and brown little girls that are like, cute and sweet (laughs) and also talking about the travesties of not having you know access to healthy water
3: yeah that's a fact yeah evan i'm gonna go a ava duvernay um it's tough because all all those people definitely made an impact but i think that you know sometimes in the space where legislation even though i was talking about squad earlier Mm -hmm. where legislation can happen quickly you know you can make impact through film and the arts and things that many people will see and this this is like why i try to more often say um the exonerated five mm-hmm. uh because a lot of people for the longest time even after they were exonerated just look at our president who who yeah. took out a full page ad in 89 full page ad to talk about these children being executed mm-hmm. and he's the president of the united states now So many people, including him, still believe these people uh, were still guilty. Yeah. And they did not get there. Even if they got like a small, small piece of justice in being exonerated socially, it still was not there for them. So they deserved this for a very long time to have their stories told in a really strong, detailed way, even if it's hard to watch. You know, it needed to be. So I'm going to go with her.
2: What was that? I'm going to go with the squad. I think just to piggyback on something we said earlier about uh, having more women involved in, in, in Congress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I and I and I like that they stood up against uh, they stand up against they stood up against Trump. Yeah, and we need we, we need a lot we need a lot more women involved in politics, mm-hmm. and we need a, and we need a lot more people to stand up against Trump. So
1: yeah, absolutely, that's a fact. So let's move on to the final question. Who will have the most promising 2020? We got Kamala Harris. We got Colin Kaepernick. We got Joe Biden. And then, of course, we have D, the rising voting electorate. And those are the young voters and people of color who will be old enough to vote in the presidential election election for the first time in 2020. And a lot of folks feel like that is a key to defeating Trump. Who's your vote, Tiffany?
0: I'm going to have to go with D. We have to get Trump out Mm -hmm. of office by any means. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's going to necessarily happen with impeachment um, just because of how that whole thing is going. But I think definitely I'm excited for just the upcoming elections in general. And like you said, I think it's going to be us really tapping into that young voter electorate, making sure people who couldn't vote are getting their voting rights back. Mm -hmm. And also just engaging people who have not voted for a very long
2: time. Thank you. Jose. Yeah, I second that. I I think the the rising electorate for me as well. I think we need we need as everyone to to be involved. Just like I said earlier about that person winning by one vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need definitely. we need yeah, we and we definitely need to get Trump out of
1: office. Yeah. yeah. That's a fight, Yeah. Really.
3: For, same with me. For all the same reasons that local, federal, state votes matter. Um, and I, we have political power. We have political power in the ballot box. We got political power outside the ballot box. That's one of the few good things I believe about social media and the Internet that we can use. And yeah, the future, as always, is with us. So I'm going to go with D. Yeah,
1: you guys are right. The future is always with us. And with that, we got to get out of here. But, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for the conversation. Thanks for your votes. Thanks for your voice. This has been another action-packed episode of Let Your Voice Be Heard. If you didn't get a chance to hear this whole thing, you can always find us on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. If you really like us, please consider supporting us on Patreon. If you give a dollar towards us, we can give a dollar towards the station and stay here a little bit longer. And you can do that at patreon.com slash beheardradio. We're out of here.